When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt. I'm joined by Adam Glenn, who's in California. What's up, buddy? I am in California. I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, I, it's good I to be do here. Like that I'm we're still, I like that we're still doing this remote. That's that's cool. You're <laughs> yeah. here in the state, and I'm like, no, no, no. I cannot be in the same room as you. Let's do this from your hotel and my house. Yeah, it's seven a.m., dude. I mean, it's what do you expect? It's uh, I'm not, I don't I don't need to see the I don't need to see anybody at seven a.m. But I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, it's good to be. I haven't been here in a minute, but it's uh, I feel like I haven't missed anything. There's like no excitement right now in L.A. Maybe it's because the writers' strike. I, that is putting a damper on Hollywood. I would say it is. Ha, have you seen any of the kind of like picketing or like the groups yeah. of people outside of like Netflix or or any of those spots? So I drove by Disney yesterday and Warner Brothers, and it's mm-hmm. like you saw the protests. You saw, I mean, when I say protests, it's like a few people walking with like the signs, and um, I, I it was what it was. It was. Um, you know, I didn't stop over to see like, hey, is there any celebrities picketing? But I did go in New York. I went by the I just so happened to be walking by one of the picket lines in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was right outside Netflix. And I was like, I want to see if there's any celebrities uh, picketing. And I saw Bob Odenkirk. And okay. I saw the some of the people from SNL. Um, some of like the main writer, uh, the guys who are the comedy group please don't destroy and some of like the famed writers of snl i saw doing it now there might have been other people there but bob odenkirk was like the biggest name that i saw that stood out um so if you uh, want to see a celebrity go to the picket go line. To the picket line you know i've seen a bunch of bands too you can get a free concert like i saw who was it weezer imagine, was performing yeah imagine, imagine dragons. dragons weezer how corny is that by the way like Why? how much of a reach is that if weezer or imagine dragons plays outside a picket line because there's so many other protests in the world. There's so many other things going on in the world. There's so many other things wrong, but you want to like, I'm going to play music for the writers. Like, come on, these guys. Well, well you can't show wrong. up to, you can't show up to like a, a protest about like gun rights and start playing music. Like this would be the one protest you can show up and play music and people appreciate it. Right. I don't know. I just think it's, it's trying a little bit too hard. It's forcing a little bit too much. It's like, guys, it's not necessary. Is it cute? Yeah, if you're a writer who, you know, woke up at 11 a.m. was like, I'm going to go hold my sign outside Warner Brothers to make a difference. Yeah, it's like fun to have. But it's 
it's kind of reaching. I thought it was kind of corny. Listen, that it. if Imagine Dragons, you decide to reach again, just let me know ahead of time so I have time to drive to this picket line and watch you guys live. I appreciate a free concert anytime. Hand yeah, it so, on over. <laughs> so you know what, dude? I, so I'm, I'm in L.A. And I, anytime I'm on that flight to L.A., mm-hmm. I'm always trying to, like, see if there's any celebrities on the plane. And, 100%. Uh, and you know what? You do, for yeah. for people that don't know, the flight from LA to New York, either way, you will, at least every time I've done it, I've always seen a celeb on my flight. Always, always, always. There's never been a time where it was like um, Delta's a big one and then American Airlines. You will always see a celebrity. I don't know what it is, but it's just like it's constant back and forth. Did you see someone on your flight? I saw someone I knew who was like a social media guy who was pretty popular with like ESPN. But then I saw... Um, John Rudinsky, who was in um, Come Home Again, he was on SNL for a season. I saw him. Um, he was like, I was in the back of the plane, and I was like, "Is it so weird? Like when you get on the plane, the first class is already sitting there, and you have to walk by them like a peasant, you know? No, like it's just like I, well, I sit in down. first class. That's why. Oh, okay. I see what you do. I see. No, I'm just I see. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I, actually I, got, got- I got to do I got to do the lay flat seats once because. Um, uh, we went out there and my business partner, Matt, he's got like the Delta status, like super diamond star, whatever. And so we got upgraded. It was the coolest shit. I, and I was in the I, I was sitting there and I was making sure to make eye contact with all the peasants walking by that day. I was like, I am finally the one up here in the lay flat seats. I want to make sure everyone knows I'm here. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. <laughs> I, I got to the plane late. So like the plane, like when you board the plane, it was the way it was set up like the first class. You don't walk by first class for this one. So there might have been some other people on the plane that I just didn't like see. But I'm always looking to see who's on the plane. And it's funny. So I get into L.A. And the first thing I like to do – well, not the first thing I like to do. I had some time. So I went to Malibu, which I, I don't know. I love Malibu. I think Malibu is really cool. Are you a Malibu guy? So I love Malibu. I don't like getting to Malibu because it is the most out of the way location in Hollywood or in LA. You there's literally like one road to get there and you either have to, well, I guess there's two roads. You can go through the mountains, all this like windy path that takes forever or a PCH, but PCH is essentially like two lanes both ways. And so if there's one accident, you're totally boned and you're not getting anywhere. And so I like Malibu, but I don't like getting to Malibu. Yeah, I I like Malibu. I think it's really cool to go to. It's not far from LAX, you know. Like it's 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 not close, but like the way you get there, it's not terrible. You know, if you're coming from another part in LA, it could be it could be worse. But I'm kind of going like the opposite lines of traffic. So I went to Malibu, and then also I went to like Beverly Hills. Wait, wait, like, did did you see? Did you drive past Jay Z and Beyonce's new house? I did not. I, well, the thing is. There's these houses that you just can't see. Like there, there, yeah. there's nice houses on the cliff that, like, on some of the mountains that you could see. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I Did should have probably went to these other properties. You can see shares pretty easy when you're driving down PCH. I'm like not that one stands guy. out. Really, I want to see like where Caitlyn Jenner lives. Remember, Caitlyn Jenner had a sick house. Well, that was like, but that's more back into the hills. You wouldn't really see that one driving down PCH. But shares you can see super easy. Like it stands alone. So when you're driving, let's say north on PCH, it'll be on the left hand, obviously, between PCH and the water. But it's like this monstrosity that she's been trying to sell for years and years and years. Uh, But it's like the only house kind of by itself and is like just enormous. 
I wanted, so I walked around Malibu for a little bit. I was wanting, I, I really wanted to seek a celebrity in their natural habitat. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I wanted to like kind of, I, I don't know. It's like a game for me that I can't turn off. Like I'm like, all right, I'm in LA. I want to run into a celebrity. It's just like the fascination. Did you go to Country Mart? A, I did go to Country Mart. I did go to Country Mart. I didn't see a celebrity. Um, I went by, I just went, there's like a store there that I kind of like to check out. And, uh, but I did not see a celebrity. And then that night I went to Beverly Hills. I did not see a celebrity in Beverly Hills. I went by Craig's outside. None of the paparazzi were outside. Back to Malibu. Next time you got to let me know. And I will tell you where to go at the Country Mart. Because there's a couple places at Country Mart that you can go that you will most likely see a celeb. And it's mostly about this. So I would hit up the Starbucks. There's I've always seen people at Starbucks at that one. That was the one that Brittany would like frequent all the time for years when she lived down there. Um, But the other spot, which is silly, is Ralph's. It's like one of the only grocery stores in the area. It's not in the country mart, but it's like across the street that Ralph's is constantly flooded with celebrities. Really interesting. Yep. yeah, that's uh, – I mean, it makes sense. Like, there's not really – I think there – is there a Whole Foods out there? Uh, well, is there – there's got to be an Erewhon, right, maybe, I'm guessing? Um, yeah, I forget there is some kind of, like, natural grocery store over there. And then the other spot I would say, obviously, is just Nobu at lunch or dinner time. No, yeah, because yeah. there is – constantly a flow of celebrities going to that nobu just because number one it's on the water it's beautiful but it's it's nobu so you will I, always see someone there too so you know it's funny i've been to that nobu malibu um um and um it's it's nice i didn't go there yesterday but or the other day but it, no it's funny one day i was at the nobu malibu and i saw pharrell was there and mm-hmm. i know where pharrell stays in new york city he stays at the same hotel every time so I was like, how do I just go and talk to him for a second? How do I just like put a word in with him real quick? So I went, I, he went to, this sounds pretty creepy. I get it guys. Um, he went to the bathroom <laughs> He went to the bathroom, and I gave him like a minute and then I followed him. Like I didn't follow him. I went to the bathroom too. And as he was walking out of the bathroom, I was going into the bathroom and go, Hey Pharrell, my name's Adam. I work. And I just made it up. I said, I work at this hotel that he usually stays at in New York. I said, I gotta be honest with you. You're like our favorite guest that comes in. You're just everyone like looks forward to when you come in. You're super cool. He's like, oh man, thank you so much. I love that place. You know, that's so nice. And he was so cool to me because I said it to him, and he was just so like, it was like such an honest sort of compliment. And he was like, oh man, that's so nice. And as I'm talking to him, the manager comes over to me and says, hey, you know, excuse me, sir. Like, can you please like leave him alone? We don't kind of bother our guests and stuff like that. The guy looks at him and goes. Pharrell looks at the manager and goes, what do you, what do you, this is my friend. What are you talking about? What, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> and made the guy feel so uncomfortable. And he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And just like the guy like kind of rushed off, but like, it was so awkward for that guy. And Pharrell made him seem awkward. Yeah. And again, I don't work at this hotel. I was just like, how do I kind of get in there for a second? It was just kind of <laughs> bullshit and lies. So I love that funny. little, like, have you done any other little white lies with a celeb to like, just get in? Um, yeah, I've done, I mean, I've I, pretty much every single time I talk to a celebrity, I say, oh, I'm a big fan, man. Oh my God. I love that thing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I'm just trying to get you to talk to me for two seconds. Yeah. You know? 
Um, oh, by the way, we haven't even read a review. Shit, dude. Oh. We, are, we are off our game today. This this whole you being in California is throwing off the whole mojo of the, the podcast. Let me just read a review real fast. Give someone a shout out for going to Apple and leaving this review for us. All right. This comes from Brange Brango. Brango 8. Five stars. Dax and Adam, you make this crazy pants world almost tolerable. I appreciate the up-to-date celebrity gossip. You both are entertaining, dropping the info without extra drama, and then follow up with our Facebook group. I love you guys and look forward to these podcasts and for our Facebook family then discussing it. I highly recommend this podcast for the masses. Guaranteed a great time. Five stars, guys. Job well done. Dude, what a legit review they're uh on our private facebook group off the record they're leaving us reviews dude i love you i don't know i don't know your real name but i love you thank you for leaving this review <laughs> yeah, all right thanks. sorry we can, nice. we can get back to this now no so back to la so um, i i also went to beverly hills uh yesterday for a little bit and yeah. um i went by el pasteo i went by wally's and i didn't see i didn't see paparazzi out which is weird i'm like what is going on so i didn't see any celebrities at all during the day. The only thing I saw celebrities at, I was at the, um, the other night I went to by the improv and I saw Dave Chappelle there and, um, and a few of like random comedians were pretty big, but Dave Chappelle is legit. I brought, and I saw Chappelle. Like, I had, I had family in town, um, a couple weeks back and it was really funny. The one place they wanted to go was to go see the Oppen- Oppenheimer group from really? selling sunset yeah they they were that's what they wanted to see they wanted me i could to, see that being a tourist attraction now yeah and so i i drove them over there i had never even been um and so i drove them and when you see the front of the building it's it's transformed from what it used to look like but now like the windows are like super blacked out so that when you're on the outside you can't see in it had like a note on the door that said like stay 10 feet back or something like that. So they didn't have people like walking up to the window, looking through to, to see them in there while they're filming. Really? Yeah. It was, it was very much like get the hell away, but yeah, I get it. It's, it's a workplace at the end of the day. And if you just have people constantly like coming, trying to come in or looking through the window, it's going to get kind of obnoxious. Yeah. I could see, especially with the girls who work there, you know, they're attractive women. So there's got to be some creepy people that just kind of want to get very handsy or just like even walk in and see them because it, it is a working office. But I feel like Jason, the owner of Oppenheim, whenever he's always out and about in LA, like mm-hmm. he's, you know, you could, if he's stand there, he's going to come in and out at some point. He's always around. And um, I don't know. It's so funny that's now that is- that's a tourist attraction. I don't know if they use the front door because the parking is technically behind the building. So I don't know if they oh. go out the back door because the front door leads right to uh, Sunset. And so there's there's not there's nowhere to park there unless you're parking on the street. But if you go behind. So I'm assuming if you actually wanted to see the cast, you would go behind the building and wait for them to come out to go to their, the parking spots. Yeah, that's interesting. Um I, yeah, I guess you can't really see them, but unless they go for lunch or something. But those people are always around. They're not hiding. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, I, I think, think they like it, too. I think they like it, and they have to use that attention to sell a house. So, um, But I'm in L.A. There is still some time to see a celebrity, but I'm not going to go crazy because I could just see them in New York. It's just kind of well, fun when I'm out here to see them in their natural habitat. 
<laughs> well, let's talk about why one of the big things, one of the big reasons that you're here. We did the Heather McDonald podcast, Juicy Scoop, yesterday. We filmed that. So that was, you know, we got to see each other yesterday morning. Um, you know, it's always fun. I get so excited to go on her podcast. Um, you know, we've obviously... We a lot of our followers are followers of her, so I like to hear everyone's reaction to us being on her podcast. I absolutely love it. I'm already getting bombarded with texts and messages of people saying we love to hear you on. Um, but man, her studio is so fucking far out there for me, dude. Like it is it's so far, far for away. It is. <laughs> it's a nice studio. Like it's a nice area. I'm not gonna. We don't need to say where it is because. I don't want to well, it's out, spot, I, I, I think she says it's it's kind of out by, let's say, Calabasas. I think that's pretty general. It's out by kind yeah. of where Kardashian land because that's where Heather lives. And so she doesn't live too far away from her studio, which is amazing. Because think about getting to the point in your career where you could just have a studio next to your house and people will travel miles and miles and miles to get to you. Like, how dope is that? Yeah, Um yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, she's got a nice setup. I, you know, it's right near Calabasas, I would say. I don't want to give the exact address because, again, people are weird. But um, Calabasas, by the way, I'd never realized how cool it is out there. Like, mm-hmm. I get it now. I get why the Kardashians lived up there and, like, people kind of, I don't know. It's the Kardashians put Calabasas on the map. Would you say they so? They really did. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Them and I think Justin Bieber when he was out there, it was like everyone was was living in the area. But can I give mad props to Heather for one second? Because so I don't know if this is too inside information here, but uh, her her like right hand gal was out yesterday. And so when we got there, her husband and her son were there and it was like a family operation to get the podcast done. And I just thought that was so cool that, you know, they were all jumping in to help her out to get the podcast recorded. And I don't know how often that that happens but I just thought that's really dope that your family is like in on this business because I feel like she's hit this level where she is so well known. She's so recognizable for this podcast. It's such a big podcast. And like the, her team is out and her family's the one helping out, you know? Yeah, so it's like her really son nice. was sitting in the room listening, kind of like producing the whole thing. And I don't think people give her credit for how much she produces herself, even though this is a massive podcast you know, she was telling us how she like literally lays out her week and it comes up with all the topics and stories and, and, uh, you know, she's got all these different episodes, Patreon episodes and her regular episodes and this and that. And she is producing that whole thing by herself, which not a lot of people do this these days. And, uh... and I just thought that was really, I guess, cool that how much time, like it is her passion. I love that. Yeah. No, it's she's she works very hard. I mean, she puts out a lot of content. Like, even though it's a podcast, I mean, she does essentially radio. Like, those radio type of hours. That's how much content she's doing a week. One of the topics that we discussed, um, and we didn't even really get it. We got to finish it because I kind mm-hmm. of got all the insight. Is the Meghan Markle, Harry Prince Harry? He's still Prince Harry. Uh, car chase, paparazzi chase. Because um, those are we, people are we that still are involved in that chase, chase, are we saying chase? Uh, I like to say follow because chase is there's two different words. There's follow and there's chase. I've been involved in celebrity follows. I've been involved in celebrity chases. I've, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. So I've hopped in cars with paparazzi and 
I've been involved in some chases, which can be really insane. And it's so stupid because at the end of the day, this is the difference. The celebrity is the one who decides if it's going to be a chase or a follow. For example, the Kardashians, people follow their cars. And when they drive off, they don't go 100 miles an hour. They drive the speed limit. They're not trying to get try to lose you. It's like, you want to follow us? Great. But um, this is what happened. So I know we talked about this before. The chase, the follow, went did go two hours, believe it or not. That people, no, it seriously yeah. didn't? Who did it so went you talk you talked to someone? You talked yeah, to I someone talk to, that confirmed it was two hours. Yeah, my friends, my friends were the ones who involved. They said it did go that long, but it wasn't intense, it wasn't crazy, it was a follow. The the thing is, the car, uh, Megan and Harry's car, they were the ones who made it dangerous, you know, and they're the ones going. You know, I wouldn't say fast, but they were going doing illegal turns. They were going through red lights to get rid of the people that were following. Again, if they went through like at a good speed, it would have been crazy. It would have been nuts if they just went through and drove safe. But they were the ones not driving safe, not the paparazzi. Yeah. Um, So one one thing you you told Heather yesterday was that Harry was actually filming. And I want to say it on our podcast so that our audience hears it. Uh, But you said that Harry was actually videotaping the whole time, correct? Yeah, Harry was taking, not the whole time, because I I don't know if he was in the car just like vlogging the entire thing. But um, he was definitely taking content with it. Um, The one thing that happened, so there was an event at Ziegfeld. Before Prince Harry and Meghan got there, the security told the paparazzi who were waiting outside, the photographer, saying, hey, they're going to give you guys the shot. Okay, great. They're going to walk in. We're behind a barricade. They're going to give up the shot. Sure enough, they went through the back. They went through a Hertz rental car to sneak into the um, place, which now you pissed off the photographers who waited hours, their time. They lost money because they could work on other stuff, but they waited there for the shot. And then on the way out, they sneak him out as well, which is like, dude, you just lied to them. You pissed them off. And also, not only that, they're antagonizing the entire time, talking down to the photographers. So six of them, three guys in a car, three guys on bikes. When I mean bikes, it's like electric bikes. Said, all right, we're going to follow you. And they start to follow him. And it never – there was no tickets. The, the cops were never called until after a long time later. And finally, after over two hours, you know, after how long it went – um, and again, it was like more, it's hard to say, it's not like an OJ Simpson type chase going through Manhattan. This is like a follow of them. Like, what is, what are they doing? What is going on? Cause now but, all of a sudden when so, you do all this stuff, you're a, the photographers are like, what are you about to do? So they're questioning like, what is going on? Okay. Hold on, Adam. You, you live in New York, you know, these streets better than anyone else from that theater to their hotel. How long is that drive? 25 minutes. 15 how minutes. Where they're why allegedly staying because we didn't find out where they exactly were staying. But so um, why I, why two hours? What what did this? What did your it friend went roughly say? around there? There's no like way to, no one really know like come up from where it starts when and like roughly the whole ordeal went about two hours after they went to the police and everything like that. Um, they did go to the police station after so long, and it's like why wouldn't you do that in the begin with? And also why wouldn't you just go into a garage? And if you go into a garage. I've done this – I mean I've, I've seen this damn, so many times. The celebrity goes into the garage. The paparazzi don't run into the garage. It's not like Britney uh, 20 years ago when people were like putting the flash through the window. It was just like 
it's it. They go into the garage, game over. You didn't get the shot. It's not going to happen. But they start to just keep doing that. Now, you have real security, security that you pay a lot of money for. Why wouldn't they just, A, go into a garage, or B, go into a police precinct right away? Why wouldn't you do that? Here's the other thing that people don't know. One of the people in their um, their brigade their, their, was a off-duty cop. Don't you think the off-duty cop would have said, hey, guys, like, let's just go to the police precinct. That's how we'll get them to stop following us. Well, did, did the PAP stop following after they left the police station? So here's what happened. They went to the police station. They said these guys are following, and the cops didn't really – they're not going to give them tickets or anything like that. They kind of got them to stop following. However, there was people on bikes, and they didn't really know that. So they left, and then the cops came on uh, – then they came back. Hagen, Megan and Prince Harry came back to the police precinct, and – that's when they're like, what's going on? They used that car they were in to kind of stop traffic, to kind of stop people from following. And that's when they jumped in a taxi. What's interesting is I feel like they've made it worse for themselves from start to finish on this whole thing. Number one, hiding from the paps on your way in, um, not giving them a shot on the way out. You're almost baiting them to be more aggressive throughout the whole thing. Because if, I'm telling you, if they would have probably just stopped, smiled, let them have a shot, the past would be happy. They would move along with their life. But and then going and kind of like trying to lose them, you're just increasing that intensity for wanting the photo at the end of the day. Now they feel like they're invested and they're they're going to spend more time trying to get this shot, which if you would have just given it up. And I and I really feel that a lot of huge celebrities have realized this over the year years if they just give up the shot and pose and smile for one two seconds then it's like everyone's happy you know what i'm saying like the paps go cool i got my shot thank you have a great night and the celebrity goes cool thanks like done and done this is just part of being famous and the job i think the trying to hide from them it's like it it's like a cat and a mouse you now now you want it more than you did at the beginning it because it ran away from you, you sure know? no 100 um, it's um but the interesting part too is like you've seen videos of this all the time if you're if a celebrity's being followed even like i saw there, if a youtube justin bieber paparazzi follower chase you know justin bieber himself will get out of the car and say hey guys listen can you not follow me i'll give you the photo right now and it's usually like yeah sure you know like they give him a shot real quick and then that's it like you can't talk to them. It's not like, you know, these are guys who are just trying to eat. They're trying to, they're, they're journalists at the end of the day. And this is how they make money. They're, they're freelancers. So if they don't like get the shot, they don't get paid. So, so did you see one of the comments in our, in our private Facebook group that said they heard that the kids were back at the hotel left alone? Well, not left alone by themselves, but left with a handle or something. And, the speculation was that they didn't want people to know the kids were in town by themselves at the hotel. And that's why they were trying so hard to lose the paparazzi. I have absolutely no idea if that's true. I just thought that was interesting. And also why would it matter? Cause that happens all the time. Like couples take their kids with them somewhere and then have a babysitter, watch them while they go to what, whatever event they need to go to and then come back. So I don't know why that would necessarily create now you're getting on it the chase happens or the the follow happens and now you're gone for two hours when you could have been home in 25 minutes i think that would 
negate the whole situation. If you are legit security, and wouldn't you advise your clients say, hey, listen, for your security, I don't suggest you staying at your friend's place because it is mm-hmm. a risk. There's so many safe places you could stay in New York City. Your friend's apartment is not the place. I understand if you want to go there and hang out for a little bit, but if you're trying to stay overnight, it's just it's a stupid thing to do. Unfortunately, I know you want to do it, but you can't do it because this is what happens. This well, is this is the world. Don't they stay in the same place when they go to New York? Because like their whole documentary was filmed in some apartment in New York. You know, like a lot of it was this some high rise in New York and you could see that out of the windows. So I, I don't know. I just think here's a question for you. What I don't think I've ever asked you. Walk me through some of the biggest paparazzi boundaries that are out there. Like what between your, your, your buddies that you know that I think are, you know, you are in a different category when I, when I think of like. A, a photographer or a street journalist than some of your your buddies who are working the streets that are a little more I guess aggressive. What what do you feel like are paparazzi boundaries that you guys have? That's code of ex- ethics out there. Yeah, no, it's um, follows are sort of like allowed. You know, mm-hmm. like you follow them, but again, you don't. You try to stay back in the in the follow because you're not trying to. It, it's not you know I know what happened Prince Diana and you know the paparazzi chasing them like you could. You could follow. I mean, I don't do it because it's just not my thing because it's just because then I have to interact with them and it makes a weird interaction. But um, you don't run in the garage. If they go into the garage, it's like base. You know, you ever play tag when you're little like, I'm on base. Yeah. You can't touch me. That's what it is. Like, <laughs> I'm it. safe. Yeah, safe. They're on base. Um, so you don't run into a garage. I personally don't do anything if they're with children. If they're with their kids, I won't do it. Now, um, that some photographers will shoot them with their other kids. I personally don't unless they kind of put their kids out there. If they're like ones who are like exploiting their kids, it's part of like their life and their. So I, like if they're like a Kardashian that has their children featured on a reality show, then you, yeah, then it's an okay thing. It is. I personally also will make sure if I'm not shooting them with their kid, I want them to see me not shooting them with their kid because I want them to be like, Oh, he was a good guy. Like he gave me my space. You also – you don't put your, like, camera on the window necessarily because it's not worth it. Like, it's just one of the things that like, you don't – you don't provoke. Even though, like, some people think that that's what you want. You want the provoking shot. You just don't do it because it's just – I don't know. I, I only know from New York. And listen, there's some bad paparazzi out there. Just like there's some bad police out there. There's some bad doctors out there. And some guys will do whatever they can do because they're out of desperation. They're trying to make money. But you don't um, want to get too close I mean, it's different for me because I have to interact with them. But for the paparazzi, they're not trying to be right up on you they, unless they have to. And the reason is it's it's like they're trying to get the full body in the shot. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's really – it's just like any kind of morals or ethics. Like just it's don't be a dick. It's, what about – is there any situations that you wouldn't film? Um. Like if you if you actually you know it's a bit, but going back just real quick before you okay. get to this part, that's why you see a lot of times when if you watch videos of like when paparazzi come out and the celebrity comes out, they'll always you'll hear the the paparazzi go, "Thank you, Angelina. Thank you, J Lo. Thank you, Jennifer." Like they thank them for being mm-hmm. cool and giving up the shot. Like it's that's the part people don't see. Like when they come out and they do say, "Hey, thank you very much," because they got yeah. their shot. Um, that's part. Now going to 
What was the question again that you just said? I just said, is there anything like if you walked up on a situation and you saw someone doing something, is there anything that you wouldn't film? Like you would be like, eh, no. Nope, I'll wait for them to finish their drugs. Okay. Yeah. If they're doing drugs, if they're doing like, you know, heroin on the street, hey, finish your syringe. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a minute. <laughs> finish your syringe. Yeah. I'll yeah. give you a second. Yeah. Oh, really? you're, doing your, you're doing cocaine right now? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a minute. Take your time. Take your time. Um, but no, is that... I mean, but that's not for everyone. That's like maybe that's you, right? But I I feel like there'd be a lot of people that would make sure to take that photo. I oh yeah, drugs on hundred percent. Smoking cigarettes. That's a that's one people don't want they don't want to be seen smoking a cigarette. Um, okay. And of course, I and I'm pretty sure if you smoke a cigarette, you can't really. It's a hard to sell that photo. So if yeah. you're smoking a cigarette, you kind of um, let them smoke their cigarette. Uh, I think a big one that I remember never touching photos is if someone was outside an AA meeting, that was a big no, no, oh, yeah. of like, you, you cause they're trying to, they're trying to better themselves and to put it out there to the public. It seemed like an invasion of privacy. So that was definitely one. I remember getting pitched photos in the past and I was like, Oh hell no, I am not touching these with a 10 foot pole. I, I've seen two celebrities go into AA and mm-hmm. one of them, I was like, Oh my God, there they are. And it was someone random celebrity. And I, I'm not going to tell you the name because it's AA. It's anonymous. So I don't want to out them for being in there. But I started to film them and then they were kind of weird. And then they went to the meeting and everyone at the meeting was like smoking cigarettes outside. And I didn't even realize it was a meeting until like a few minutes after. I was like, oh, oh, man. Okay, this is weird. All right. Then I just like ran away because with my tail between my legs because I felt I was embarrassed. The yeah. other one was a big celebrity who walking into a church at lunchtime. And this one, I was like, why is this person going into a church? Because this is someone who's like the exact opposite of church going into okay. going in. And I was just like starting to film them. And then I, they went and I thought this was a story. I was like, oh, my God, this is hysterical. They're going into church. And then I realized like, oh, it's probably for a meeting. Um, and I no. think that's – what do you – but you've been on the other end. If you, how do you, if someone tries to sell you photos, do you know if they're going to a meeting? Um, I, I mean, I feel like I could kind of pick it out now. Same thing, like people standing outside in unusual spot with smoking cigarettes. That kind of is normally the key is they're outside smoking cigarettes. Or maybe you see like the circle with the the, the triangle in the middle, like on the door. And I'm like, oh, nope, not touching these. Um, I know that I've seen pap- or paparazzi agencies try to say that they're doing something else and i'm like nope i'm not falling for it i can tell this is an aa meeting and i will not be posting these photos um so that's interesting that the agencies will kind of uh they're trying to sell stuff so they're going to try to Mm -hmm. get away with as much as possible yeah and they're going to try to refer oh smoking a cigarette on the sidewalk and then you're like no, I can i can tell that this is like there's a group of people outside smoking like you said like there's just typical signs that would make you not want to use those photos. Um, speaking of photos, I, I wanted to get your opinion on the Ben Affleck and JLo photos. Did you see these? A lot of I people in our, there's a lot of people. So Google it while, while I'm talking about it right now. Okay. There's a bunch of people in our Facebook group um, looking at these photos because there's been a lot of rumors that Ben and Jen have not been so great and then these photos pop up and it's them smiling, holding hands, laughing, kissing. And so everyone's asking, set up or not set up? 
And so I want you to look at the photos. Uh, they're literally everywhere. They're on TMZ. They're on Daily Mail. Everyone's picked up yeah, these I'm photos. Um, looking at them, in your professional opinion, did Ben and Jen stage these photos? I wouldn't say stage them. In my opinion, again, I don't know for sure. I don't think they're, I don't think JLo would ever stage them, but I do think she would say, Hey, there's photographers. Let's give them a good shot. Mm-hmm. Because did you see, did you see the video of Ben Affleck, like looking super pissed off and like Jen gets in the car and he like slams the door and then like walks yeah. around. So I think people looked at that as like, Oh, he's mad at her. Cause he slammed the door. Ben hates the paparazzi, like hates them. And I he's with someone who doesn't mind the paparazzi. And I think that's a weird transition for him because with when he was with Jen Gardner, she also hated the paparazzi. So they had that mutual hate of photographers together. And now he's with Jennifer Lopez, who like embraces the attention and embraces like the symbiotic relationship between the two. So I think he's having to learn like, shit, I, I can't hate these people anymore. And so it's probably like a weird situation for him to be in. Yeah, no, I, I, I it's gotta be, it's weird. He's kind of has, he has to accept it. And I do think he's a little tired of it, you know, mm. like just of that kind of lifestyle, but he, he, Ben Affleck would still be popped if, even if he wasn't with J-Lo, you know, going to Dunkin' Correct. Donuts, he's just, he's a big star. Yeah, but he can, know? he can be a mad grumpy asshole by himself and it works. But I think it's a bad look for JLo because again, she, she likes getting her photo taken. I think she knows the benefit of her photos being all over the blogs and magazines and all this kind of stuff. It helps fuel the Jennifer Lopez empire. And so now she's got to be like, Ben, like knock it off. Like just smile for them, move along with life. They're not hurting us. They're just taking our photo. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm sure she's in his ear being like, chill the fuck out. It's all good. Um, want to hear what a, a great J-Lo paparazzi story for me, at least. I yes. mean, this was like the, so one day, this was actually, this was the one time I did follow. And J-Lo was eating at Nello's on, on Madison Avenue in New York City. And a lot of celebrities used to go there all the time. And J-Lo was eating at Nello's. Me and a few of the paparazzi shot. I mean, there was not a huge crowd, but we shot J-Lo leaving Nello's. And it wasn't a big crowd. And for me, JLo sort of at this time, she's sort of pointless for me because she just walks. She goes in from one door. She gets right into a car. You don't see her. So she takes like four steps. She's in the car. She leaves. But we knew Angelina Jolie was around the corner. So we real quick shoot JLo and all the paparazzi leave JLo alone to go around the corner to get Angelina Jolie. And just so happened, <laughs> this is actually one of the times I got Angelina Jolie because I usually I don't go after people like Angelina Jolie. Because they don't talk to me. And it's not really worth it. There's no value for me to go after those type of people. Anyway, around the corner, we rush over. We get Angelina Jolie to come out of this building. I think she had a meeting with, it might have been, and again, this was years ago. It might have been like with Martin Scorsese or something like that she had a meeting with. And we just knew your people are like, how would you know they were there? Someone, another photographer was on Angelina Jolie and let the other photographers know, like, hey, I'm on Angelina Jolie. So we ran around the corner. We get Angelina Jolie. And everyone started to follow Angelina Jolie. And it was a paparazzi follow. But as the paparazzi are following, I was like in the back. It was me and my buddy Tyrone. As we're in the back following Angelina Jolie's car, 
who just so happens to go for a walk right in front of my car again, weirdly enough, was Jennifer Lopez. And all of a sudden, Jennifer starts to cross the street, and then she looks at through the window of like the front windshield, and she sees me. She's like, oh, my God. And she just realizes, like, oh, my God, yeah, you've been caught. And she basically jumped in her car, <laughs> realized photographers weren't following her, and she said, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk down Madison Avenue and go back to my hotel. So that's what she did. So she just jumped out of her car. Then next thing you know, she just fell into like me and another photographer. So I got JLo walking down Madison Avenue and I asked her a question. I said, JLo, you know, she's a New York girl. I was like, what can I ask her that could get her to talk? Because, you know, JLo is not like one who really engages with the paparazzi. She gives up the shot, but she's not like one of those people you can put a camera in and talk to. But I asked JLo, go, did you, have you ever bought anything bootleg on Canal Street? You know, and yeah. it's just like a fun question <laughs> for her. And she started to answer. She started to talk about like buying bootleg stuff on Canal Street. It was the one time I got JLo to talk. And it was because A, she had to walk down the street and B, it was like a fun New York moment. Like it's a fun question. It's, she's walking down the street. It makes her relatable. And, she's, and she spoke to me about that, buying bootleg stuff. That's so funny. Do, do celebs, can they walk through the streets of New York and like, unbothered because i feel like i always see photos of that and every time that i've been in new york i feel like everyone is so on their own mission and planet and no one looks at each other and everyone's just in a hurry rushing past each other like do celebs get bothered on the streets of new york they do and they don't like it's it depends which type of celebrity like obviously kim kardashian can't really but she's also uh, not hiding herself. Like I feel like the the that she's an LA celebrity in New York. I'm well, talking was, about like the New York people. Like Leo always has his hat on. Katie Holmes. Like the, there's certain people that I feel like they have this look and they 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 try to blend in and not be seen. And I feel because everyone's always rushing around and brushing past each other, like. Do they just blend in, essentially? You know, you know who's the most recognizable person who doesn't blend in? But it's because – and I'll give them credit. They're a very nice person. But they don't like – they look like how they are and they're just – they stand out. Who would you think that person is? A New York celebrity that stands out and it's like very recognizable. And you Ooh. see all the time. Takes oh. public transportation. Uh, Hugh Jackman? No. And you don't oh. see him that much. He lives – no, I feel like water. he used to like, see him out all the time, like riding his yeah. bike around. And um, is this a, a man or a woman? Man. Uh, shoot, I'm trying to think who's out in public that often. Because like Howard Stern would stand out, but he's not out in the public. No. Um, all right, I'm just going to tell you because people okay. are probably uh, it's uh, Andy Cohen. Okay. Andy he takes Cohen. public transportation. Yeah, he takes the train a lot. He walks around a lot. Like he's always out and about. You see him a lot, and he's like he's good to people. Like he'll stop and take photos with people. Like he embraces being a celebrity. Yeah, in my opinion. Like he's quick. So, I, yeah, you take a photo. With, yeah, sure. I you would know? have never guessed he was out riding the subway. Um, because he's hit that level of like fame that to me seems like it would be annoying to ride the subway. Yeah, no, he takes it all the time. Um, he does have a car, like a driver, but he takes the subway all the time. I think he takes it to the radio when he does a serious every day. Yeah, I mean, I was always surprised when Katie Holmes would be on the subway all the time, too. Blake Lively on the subway. I think it's just normal out there. We we don't really have that public transportation here in L.A. It's just not the same, you know? Yeah, it's it, honestly, it's so it's the best. It's so much easier. 
Like it's just, if you need to get somewhere, it's just convenient. It's nice. It's actually relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, I, you know, I see Andy Cohen a good amount of times. Actually, I saw him recently, and I was I was on a bicycle going. Oh, you uptown. got video of him? Yeah, Hold yeah. On, I was I on a bicycle. I gotta pull up this video for Vanderpump everyone. Stuff. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up this video because I haven't even watched it. I know you got it. Let me uh, let's play it. What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? Excited for the reunion. What reunion? Come on, Vanderpump. Yeah, it's great. When everyone, when you see this stuff happen. Is it like ratings goal for you? Like, are you excited for everyone to see this thing? Well, I mean, you know, it's interesting content, but there's, you know, real people involved. For real people, well, but I was you're like, just standing on the street I just, right I now? was really just seeing you just right there. I was like, man, that was... Okay. But, I mean, obviously, ratings gold for you. Like, so in the back of your head, you're like, is this a Super Bowl as far as the ratings? Are we expecting this to be what, the biggest? the reunion? Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty big. Ratings-wise, are you guys thinking it will be the biggest reunion in Bravo history? Ratings have changed over the last 10 years. TV viewing has changed. So people watch TV in different ways. So, but I have a feeling, I mean, the interest level is high. Or else you wouldn't be stalking me on my blog. That is true. I just saw it. Uh, Lastly, well, two things. Are they all doing well? Is Tom doing well? Is Ariana doing well? No, you gotta ask them. All right, lastly, who's the one guest that you wanna watch what happens that you haven't had yet? Uh. Oh my God! So many Michelle Obama, Madonna, Beyonce, the Biggies. Have you been talking to any of them, or is it close? We've tried. We've tried. I love it, dude. It's I right. love the show. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I love it, buddy. Love yeah. the show. Love everything. Thanks, Good to dude. see you as always. See you later. <laughs> I love Adam. I love that you said last question nine times. I always do that. That's the truth. <laughs> last question. Blah blah blah. Okay. Last question. Blah blah blah. Okay, one just here's the last question. Blah, blah, blah. That should be the name of my. If I ever did a solo podcast, that should be the name of it. Last question. Last question. Or if last I ever question. did, if I sell a show, I should always. That should be the name of the show. Last question. Last. Question. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, in half the video, because for people that aren't watching it, I thought you were. I thought you literally stopped him in the middle of the street. I guess you guys were on some kind of walkway in. No, I in stopped in the middle of the street. Which but is it, fun. it literally looks like he's in the middle of a crosswalk, and then you just stopped, and cars are going around you. Does that make it more fun? Like, do you enjoy seeing that? Like, with like a real video, like that. Like, as a person, yeah. yeah like, I want to know. Like, for me, this is what excites me. Is like, I for me, like, I think it's so fun and cool to see like a video like that, like a real interview, but like in New York City on the streets, raw cars going by. Rather than some of the others, like then a red no, carpet or something. A hundred percent. Give me a street video any day over a red carpet or an event. Like, I think these people that are going to the Met Gala should have to walk down the street first. Like, that would be so much more entertaining seeing people in their ridiculous outfits just cruising down the streets of New York versus, you know, with backdrops and perfect lighting and all that. Like, that would be awesome to me. Um, No, I, you know me. I love that kind of shit. I've hated red carpety shit for a long long time oh speaking by the way did i tell you that i went back to tmz the other day no what happened i was first of all why were you back at tmz um so i was filming uh something for them they they do a lot of these like specials and documentaries i've been on a bunch of them i did the michael jackson one for them a little while back if anyone saw that it's on hulu 
Um, yeah, I did that one. I did another one for them. What the hell was the other one? I don't remember. Um, I can't say what the latest one is because it's not done yet. So when it's done, I'll let you guys know. But I was filming for them. But every time that I filmed with them, I haven't been there during working hours or been able to see all the the TMZ crew because it just hasn't worked out either. We're in like downtown LA or, you know, I, I went back to host, but it was on like a holiday weekend. So like everyone was gone. And so this time I was a couple minutes away and I just said, Hey, can I swing by and see everyone at the studio? I haven't seen everyone in a really long time. And I went and it was crazy, dude, walking in there, like bringing back all those memories, walking in the front door and having the PTSD? whole room full of people. What is it? Did you have PTSD? <laughs> no, it was, <laughs> it was just like, I don't know. I, I am just in such a different place in my life now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like walking back in there and, you know, it's I'm going on what it's like six years that I've been gone from TMZ at this point. And walking in and seeing so many familiar faces. And then on the other side of it, so many unfamiliar faces. Like when I, I, I turned on the show the other night and there were so many people, I had no idea who the hell they were. It's just it's changed so much that landscape of like those those people that I started the business with and that like really helped grow TMZ, you know, th- those faces are missing these days. I, I, I got to see Siobhan. Uh, a lot of people that watch the show know Siobhan. She's a br- 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 brunette, curly hair kind of girl that uh, would Is sit she in the still front. on the show? I don't watch the show anymore. Is she still on the show? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's still on the show. Um, okay. But I got to see her and Matt Weiss, who's like a really good friend of mine. I, I don't, Matt's not on the show that often, but uh, he's one of the main like producers for the show. And um, oh, God, I, I mean, I saw Derek, the lawyer. I love Derek. If for anyone who knows who guy. Derek is, Derek is one of the lawyers who stands on the side. He's fucking awesome. And it was fun because no one knew I was coming in. So it was like, I kept startling people <laughs> like walking in and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like who, number one, who let you in the door and why are you here and what's going on? Um, but the funny thing was how many people just kept telling me like, wow, you, you, you look like you haven't aged. And I'm like, well, yeah. Cause I, you know, when I worked at TMZ, it was long hours. It was like the, basically I would wake up at four in the morning and be out of the house by 4.30, get to L.A. at 5.15, work all goddamn day, and then drive back and basically go to bed. It's a grueling, grueling work atmosphere, but that's why they are always, like, number one with every, you know, with all these stories and breaking every news. And so I was like, yeah, look good, because I, I got out and doing, like, I get to see sunlight these days, and that my, my life is different, but... uh it was just funny and uh, it was so good to see like John Bricks and I loved it, dude. I love seeing all the old homies there and Nikki, who I used to work with. And yeah, I don't Did know. Did anybody ask about me? Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Dude, I'm, listen, they all know about the podcast. Everyone okay. knows about the podcast there. And um, who was it? Rick was asking about you. Rick Mitchell, who is one of the uh, wait. The Rick producers. is there. Rick is there. Yeah. Wait, Rick is back at TMZ. Yeah. I had no idea. You didn't know that? Yeah, he's back. He uh, he's had a, a really like 
successful career. So he did TMZ for a long time and uh, was one of their main producers. And then um, he did the Ellen show and then the Ellen show went away and yeah, he's back there. And it was, it was so good to see him. It was like just fun running into like all these old friends and Eric who's on the show a lot. He's one of the editors. I went and surprised him. Uh, Dude, it was really fun. It was cool. Wow. That's interesting. That's yeah. But like, I, I think does Rick have an Emmy now? I mean, he's he's a guy who worked for Ellen for years, so I got to imagine so. He he was one of the main writers for Ellen. Like, he literally, and it was the, like, talk about it. Like, he went from TMZ to Ellen, became one of her head, like, writers. I'm I'm sure he has to have an Emmy at this point. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, Ellen's show went away. And so he, he's back there. And I think he's, to me, he seemed really happy. He seemed really good, really happy. And. I don't know. It's fun, fun seeing him. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, that's yeah. a fun afternoon. I it was no fun, dude. I had no idea Rick is back there. Yeah, and then I, you know, obviously chatted with Harvey and Charles for quite some time. Did, Char- did Harvey ask about me? <laughs> Harvey didn't <laughs> ask about you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, Harvey not did fans. not ask. Um, but again, I, I think that they know how well our podcast is doing, so they. I think it's exciting for people to ask how it's going and all of that. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, no, that's cool. Um, well, listen, I think that we talked enough. Um, we keep talking, but, um, we'll probably just talk more on the phone, like, um, like sissies. And, um, <laughs> but, uh, I got, uh, how, how much longer are you out here, by the way? I'm out here for a few more days. Um, just kind of doing the whole LA scene, doing are, some LA friends. Gonna, and, did you bring your camera? So like, if I did you not actually, Okay, so even I if you not. were went back to Malibu and saw someone, you couldn't. You're not going to get anything unless you pull out yourself. No, it's not worth it. It's it's not. There's no value to it. It's hard. It's just not worth it for me. Hmm. Unless I saw them doing something crazy, I would take video of on my phone like a weirdo. But um, I there's no. It's not worth it for me. I'm here to just see some people. Maybe I'll go by Craig's and hang out inside Craig's and try to run into some celebrities and can try I, to see some can of my I ask I have one last question for you. One, one last question. One last question, Adam. One last question. <laughs> if you were if you're going to Craig's for dinner and you could have any five celebrities join you. All right, I'm talking like your ideal celeb dinner. Who would it be? I don't think I've ever asked you. I've I've asked a lot of people this question. Who would you want at that dinner? You want someone that <laughs> That has great stories. Mm-hmm. I feel like you want someone who would actually talk about them, be interesting. Um, I, you know, I'd go for people I, I grew up on. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I would pick someone like Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey okay. is a unique guy that probably has great, insane stories. I'd pick, I don't know if I'd pick Adam Sandler because I don't know if he'd tell the, some of the fun stories or be that very open about it. Because I, you don't really see that side of Adam Sandler. But I'd go for a Jim Carrey. I'd go for a Conan O'Brien because I think he'd be really interesting and fun at a table. And I'm a fan of him. It's like weird. Conan O'Brien? Like, yeah, I think – I just like – I want to hear stories. And I think Conan O'Brien, Jim Carrey. Okay. I, I'm scrapping my question to you. One la- last question, Adam. One last question. Okay. If you could have an honest conversation – with anyone, any celebrity out there that they wouldn't hold back and they would give you all the answers, who would it be? 
Oh, man. Um, Bieber? Okay. You know who I'd want? Justin Bieber? Yeah. I think mine would be Tom Cruise. Ooh, I mean, yeah, Tom Cruise. If Tom, if like I sat down with him, I'm like, all right, let's let's really be honest with each other. Tell me about Scientology. Tell me about why you stuck with it. Tell me what what really happened with Nicole Kidman. What really happened with Katie Holmes? Like, oh my God, that would be the best conversation. Like, yeah, Tom Cruise so actually be curious. if he could be so. They have to be honest, or else they get like electrocuted. Like. Tell me the truth. No, you lied, but like you shocked him. Uh, <laughs> gonna be really interesting. <laughs> that would be so like he is just so guarded with all his information. Like, was there really parties at your house where like the winner would find you naked in a bedroom? What did you hear ever hear about that? Yeah. There was like some wait, weird... no, wait, no, I didn't hear about this. What yeah, there's some like weird rumors that he would have like parties at his house and it was like hide and seek, but the winner would like find him like naked or something like that. I don't know. So, there was some weird rumor like that. I'd want to know if that's true. I don't know. There's, uh, I feel like I could go on for days asking him questions <laughs> if I was getting accurate, real answers. Yeah, I guess Tom Cruise would be, I'd actually be Justin, Tom Cruise over Justin Bieber. But Justin Bieber, I don't know if there's like that much stuff. I'm like, Justin, be honest with me. But I'd just be curious of like some of the stuff he's done from hanging out with people. Like he's, I don't know, maybe scratch Justin Bieber. It would probably be Tom Cruise. No, you can't take my answer. This is no. Get your I, own you fucking got, answer. You bro. have more time to think about it. All right, fine. Vin <laughs> Diesel. I want to know Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel? Are you really, yeah. How many more Fast and Furious can you really make, man? Just be honest with me. Are you going to keep just pushing in? Just so it's so funny. I'm looking at photos of Vin Diesel. He went to the Lakers game last night. Yeah. And he, he looks like Corrado. Like he looks like he he looks like he. It's still in Fast and Furious. Like the way he dressed to a game is like, who wears this stuff? It's no, so... he, he has become the character. Just like Johnny Depp has become Jack Sparrow. Like that's they they morph into their biggest character because I think they enjoy dressing up like them. They like the look, and then it just like becomes them. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. But Wait, um what are the fuck are we talking about? Let's get out of here. <laughs> I know. Um guys, this is your first time listening. Thank you guys for uh listening make sure you like and subscribe us on youtube wednesdays we usually put out a episode of usually we have a guest or if it's me and you just kind of bsing fridays we put out the episode it's the raw rundown we do the top 10 stories of the week give our insight what we know about it, and give our opinions on it and uh, if you're on youtube again like and subscribe if you're on tiktok instagram we're on it all follow us we have a private facebook group called off the record it's a great group where you guys can ask us questions you guys talk to each other it's just a really great entertainment and if, celebrity. And if phase, you want to find, film. yeah, if you want to find an easy way to get there, just go to HollywoodRaw.com, and there is links to all of our social media platforms and a link directly to our off the record Facebook group. Because uh, I've had complaints that people couldn't find it that easy, so we just put it in our link tree, made it easy for all of you. So come join us and join into the conversation. Yeah, follow me at, at Adam Glenn G L Y N. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. If you're on YouTube again, sorry for the bed hair. Just woke up in a shady hotel in Burbank. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye. A Huda Media Production.